And it's really important to understand that that doesn't happen by accident. It's very rare that you can actually build culture by accident. Um, it has to be pretty intentional from top down. And let me explain why. Hi, welcome to another episode of Bakhtari MD. Today, we're going to be talking about Crash CEO School again, where we're going to teach you all the skills you need to grow your organization to the next level. Today, what I want to talk about is something we've talked about in previous podcasts, but frame it a different way, which is how to build the right culture and what that really means. For most organizations, a right culture is obviously a culture where people are productive, happy, are fulfilled and feel like the company is part of them and the mission of the company is something that they have absorbed and, and, and take pride in and want to see the company move to the next level or their organization. Um, and it's really important to understand that that doesn't happen by accident. It's very rare that you can actually build culture by accident. Um, it has to be pretty intentional from top down. And let me explain why. For the majority of people, let's say in the United States, working at a job is a nine to five deal for the most part, where they put in a good day's work and then they get a paycheck in return. So if you really think about it, if you're basically one of you know 500 people in an organization in a certain department, the organization is not really looking for all 500 of those people to reinvent the company or blow it up or what have you. So most jobs I want to say in the United States are by definition things that doesn't really require any more than putting in a solid day's work, your best effort, try hard, do your best. Uh, and if you do everything right, then in exchange you get paid. So that is the normal transaction. But if you have a small, medium-sized company or even a large organization that you want to grow, you're not probably going to be able to do that with just everybody just showing up, putting in a hard day's work and literally moving on at five o'clock or whatever. So the goal then is to have people break the norm. Often I find is when you hire someone for an organization that needs that level of engagement, the people you're bringing on board, that maybe the last three, four, five, ten jobs were simply that. They were rewarded by just showing up and doing a good job. But for an organization to really accelerate their growth, they need people who are going to take it more seriously. Now, the one thing I want to clarify as we talk about this is we're not talking about people working more than 40 hours a week necessarily. What we're talking about is the kind of product people put out during those 40 hours. So if you really think about it, you know, you got to be at the job for 40 hours anyway. So to put in an effort that we're going to be talking about really doesn't require any more time. It just requires a little more caring and commitment. So what I'm really talking about is, you know, developing a culture where people feel like they own the company. And the definition of that would be that the product they're going to put out is the same product 
as though if they own the company. I mean, if you sold uh, somebody in your company, your company for a dollar, you know, what kind of product would they put out the next day? Would it be the same as before? Probably not. And what does that look like? I mean, you can talk about something very mundane. For example, if they're walking by and they, you know, see the copy machine broken. If it's not really their job description, someone may just walk by theoretically. But if if they own the company, everything, if there's a piece of tissue on the floor, anything and everything is the responsibility of someone who feels like they own the company. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, people who have this mentality can't stay in their lane for most of the day, but they certainly feel comfortable doing whatever it can, whatever they can. So the way I like to break this up is people in an organization as either owners or renters. And by renters, I don't mean it in a bad way because renters can often put in a great day's work and and also some jobs may only require them to put in a great day's work, but they're not there thinking how we can move the organization forward above and beyond what's in their purview. And so to build the proper culture to accelerate I would argue that you need an organization where at least 50% of the the core group and maybe sometimes the whole organization has this mentality. And again, the mentality is if you sold the company to them for a dollar, you know, what kind of product would they put out the next day, right? If someone says, oh, sell me the company for a dollar or tomorrow, I'm going to be concerned about this and that. I'm going to be thinking about this. And, And, you know, again, we're not talking about putting in more than 40 hours a week necessarily. We're talking about the mindset when people in the organization are there. So how do you really cultivate and develop this? Well, the first thing that you have to really think about in terms of cultivating this is this This can't be a one-way street, right? You can't ask people to say, hey, give me the same product as though you own the company, but that's it, right? You're, you're going to get nothing in return. Well, I mean, the simple question is, okay, that's great, and maybe I could do that, but why would I when I could get another job where I just do a great job and and they're okay? So part of this bartering or exchange is that you build a culture and you follow through where if people are all in and contributing to the growth of the company, that they get rewarded professionally and financially, uh, commiserate with their their overall caring and, and and that sort of intangible thing that you need. So if that's not explained and and reinforced, I think it is a bit unfair to say, hey, uh, you know, give me everything you got and you know think about everything and blah, 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 blah. So if you want to have an organization that you have a lot of people who are acting like owners and not renters, I think the leadership has to be prepared to treat people with respect and to convey that if successful and if the company grows, that there is uh, something that's going to be uh, essentially good for them and their success will be aligned with the success of the company. So once you've established that sort of sort of I don't want to say compensation but once you that that level of quid pro quo um, then you can then work on building the culture. Now one of the other things I've talked about before is that it's very difficult to have this mentality if you don't have the majority of the people in your organization on board thinking like this. The way I kind of think of it is think of like a jury, right? If like 
10 people think someone's guilty and two that think they're innocent, you put them in a room, often you're going to have the majority influence the minority and, the, and to vote a certain way. Not always, but you, know, you can imagine how that goes. And the, and the reverse works true. So, and if it's 50-50, you can see it can go either way, how, who, who influences who. Organizations work like that too. So if you're in an organization where only 10, 20% of people think like owners, you're going to struggle because even if you get a little bit more, there's going to be a tremendous pressure put on them to just you know do a great job, but that's it. So you need to understand where you stand in an organization and how you can have an impact that's realistic because if the vast majority of people don't have that, especially in the core leadership group, it will be an uphill struggle. And the flip side is if the vast majority or even a slight majority are dialed in, you're, you're going to have a much easier time. But part of your job as a leader, no matter what level of leadership you're at, is to, one, convey that an ownership mentality is important and gets rewarded. Um, and you yourself need to have that mentality too uh, because obviously they're going to look to you as an example. Even if you're at mid-level leadership, uh, obviously if you're not fully dialed in, fully committed. So Today we have a bulletproof system that helps us close up to 80% of those inbound calls. Our high converting call class will teach you how to demonstrate your authority quickly without being pushy. We believe that many businesses out there can benefit from this. We promise to help you achieve your revenue goals by converting more of your incoming calls into actual sales. For more information, please visit our website at highconvertingcallclass.com. Stop waiting for the sales to come to you. Put your revenue into your hands. Now that we've said that, that we, you know, to build culture, we need that. How do we get there? So, you know, especially if you land in an organization that's already been there, versus creating it, you know, how do you deal with it? First, you have to sort of size up what the score is, right? I mean, is the majority in or is the majority just kind of um, doing a good job but working nine to five and that's pretty much it? And then based on that, you're going to have to decide how to go about it, right? Um, so there's really two ways to deal with it. One is obviously hire for this sort of mentality. So let's talk about that, hiring for this kind of owner's mentality. What does that look like? Hirings for an owner's mentality is very difficult because during an interview process, if no, if people have not had a job with that kind of uh, request in the past, it, it may be hard for them during an interview to understand. But this whole idea that during the interview process, besides asking them for where they are in their mindset, is to convey the expectations that, you know, especially if it's a position that's critical, that in this position, you know, we're going to need someone who's fully engaged and really cares not only about their product that they put out, but they care about the how they impact the organization if the organization moving forward. Um, that's sometimes difficult to do during an interview process because I think it's an artificial situation. A lot of these interviews where people kind of think you're just saying something to, you know, because you want to say something good and they want to say something good about themselves and not much information gets transmitted. But making an effort to manage expectations that we're really looking for someone who's going to make an impact. In exchange, we're going to really take care of that person if, if they have an impact uh, is really important. And to let them know that this job is not ideal for someone who just sort of wants to do a good job but just needs a paycheck and whatever. Or if, 
if this is just a stepping stone for the next career or next job, that that may not be ideal for this position. So, um, so what I guess what I'm trying to say is you have to interview for it. Now, I'm not saying you're always going to be successful. It's a big intangible, right? It's a very big intangible to hire people who care. Um, when I say care, I I'm not saying the, the people who are renters or doing a good job don't care, but care like an owner would care, right? Uh, you know, it's like the example if you rent a car from Hertz or Avis, you know, uh, versus you just bought a car at the dealership, where are you going to park in the parking lot? Just intangible things like that. You know, how often are you going to wash the car and how careful are you going to be that you don't spill any coffee in that car? Again, it's the intangibles. You can't even delineate how an owner thinks versus a renter, right? But it's that intangible that you want to sort of interview for and hire for. Now, that's not always successful. And you can all, a lot of times you're fooled because uh, the people who kind of told you they were all in and what have you, you find out they aren't. And then there are other people who you thought, oh, gee, golly, they don't seem so whatever. But then they come in and, and eventually start lighting the place on fire. The, the second thing is, of course, is to work with people that are already in the organization who may not be giving that sort of intangible effort, meaning the same product that they would give if they owned the company. And, you know, how do you address that? Well, the first thing you got to ask for, right? So if people, if you don't ask for that product, I don't think they know to give because most jobs don't ask for that product. So here you are being the the strange one, the abnormal one, the the one out of the bell-shaped curve asking, hey, I really need you to care. But along with that caring, you have to combine that with, you know, and if you can do this and if the company does grow, it's going to mean great things for you. So so that sometimes works, but this this is going to require a lot of mentoring. And what you're going to find out is for whatever reason, certain people are all in and they get it. This, they're in a perfect stage of their life where they want to move ahead and they, they love the idea and they can't believe they found a position that is actually asking for that and it's going to reward them for that. And then there are other people who are at a stage in their lives where honestly, they just want to do a great job. They want to do terrific, but you know, it's just nine to five. Give me my job description. I'm going to bang it out. I'm going to do a great job, but I'm, that's about it. And so you need to figure, and there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. You just need to figure out where they are in their life, in their career journey, and if if this is something that would be attractive to them. Because again, we're not talking necessarily about working more than 40 hours, right? We're talking about the mindset during those 40 hours, which is an intangible. And for those of you who are really struggling to figure out what I'm talking about, um, you have to be in an organization to see the difference, right? There are certain people that, you know, get it or have gotten it, either however they got there, but they genuinely care about everything. Uh, and it's really personally important to them that the organization move in a positive direction. And yet there are other people who do an amazing job, but that's about it. You know, they're not they're not staying up at night worried that if their company is necessarily moving in the right organization. So to mentor and convey that there's an opportunity here in this organization to become an owner, right? So this is a little bit different. So one, we're going to hire for this sort of ownership mentality. The other one, we're just going to mentor the existing uh, staff and explain to them what the upside is and explain to them that there is this opportunity to 
help the company grow and help themselves grow into leadership, grow professionally, grow financially. Okay, I think we get the that concept. But then the next level of ownership is trying to convey to people that now that they've had this ownership mentality, their job is to really help other people in the organization. Meaning, it's amazing that you're doing this great job, but I also need you to help other people excel and grow. So it's not just good enough for you to just be giving a great product, but can you help us um, mentor and grow other people in the organization uh, so they can also have this mentality? So because obviously if the, if this impact can be coming from many people um, to other people, the impact will be exponential and help build that culture and keep growing the numbers so the, the people who are dialed in uh, eventually outnumber the people who might not be, which actually will only help recruit even the balance of the people. Okay, so again, this is a high-level perspective on how to grow culture uh, by managing expectations in your organization, being clear that you're looking for people who want to help themselves grow in their career simultaneously help grow the organization. And if there, if you can do that, if you can tip the scale towards having more people dialed in, uh, you're more likely for your organization to grow quicker, faster, better. And uh, then by definition, everyone's going to be aligned, everyone's going to be rewarded, and uh, you're going to take your company to the next level. Okay, thank you so much. If you like this uh, program, please comment, like, and subscribe. Uh, and if you have any other ideas for more topics for us to cover, please leave in the comments section below. As usual, thank you so much. Have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye.